Hey guys, what's up? It's uh, it's your boy Servin here. It's really late, or early. I don't know. I haven't been to sleep yet. It's four thirty-one. It's my birthday, and I just can't sleep because I keep thinking about y'all and the fact that I haven't posted this episode, which uh, is such a shame. But the thing is, um, I just wanted to start out the show by saying I'm sorry for the long time to post this i'm sorry uh andrew for how long it took to post this uh i got sick and then on top of that my phone crapped out and you know how i'm the confound millennial i'm not good at anything millennialishness i don't know either way i didn't back up a bunch of stuff on my phone that i needed for the podcast like a moron so um enjoy this episode uh oh yeah crap we mentioned during this episode a show at a frosty freeze do not go to the frosty freeze unless of course andrew has another show that just so happens to be this saturday at the frosty freeze but i doubt it so go check ap harbor's facebook page that'll show you where to catch uh Andrew next and we'll have all the links to all the good stuff and merch and whatnot for him in the description below where you clicked on this video. Thanks and uh, see you all on the other side. And welcome to the Confound Millennial, starring Stephen, Sturvin, Michaels, and Ryan Diamond. That's me. Yeah, that is you. I'm, I'm glad Ryan that you Diamond. can recognize that. You're even getting better with your shapes and colors, too. Circles. Mm. <laughs> Rhombus. <laughs> uh, dude, this is going to be great This is going to be a fun episode I feel all silly goofy tonight You seem silly goofy um, Sleep is a thing I'm not familiar with But what I am a little bit familiar with Is a little band Called AP Harbor And let's get you guys more familiar With their singer, Andrew And we, through the magic of post, put in a song there. But here is Andrew of AP Harbor. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Nice. Not bad. Doing good? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Nice. Thanks for coming on, man. It's, uh, so a little bit about your band is it's a little different than the style of music I usually have on the show, but I like it. 
Oh, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's it's, oh. it's not uh, particularly heavy. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's uh, it's it's calming. Oh, thank you. Know? you. It's, doesn't get my heart rate going like usual, but that's nice in music sometimes. Yeah, we try to do a little bit of a little bit of different stuff occasionally, but you know, I tend to gravitate towards quieter things. Gives me feels. I like it. Yeah, yeah, feels. That's Reminds good. me of a like quiet company. That's uh, just a good, easy. Feels good. Feels good to listen to that. Yeah, like a lot of the times I send diamonds, uh, you know, the name of the band that we're going to have on. And he's like, dear Lord, can't we switch genres just once? (laughs) (laughs) I send him bands too. I'm like, come on, this band. Come on, let's try this one. (laughs) Can you really judge the the band by the name? Is it like kill, 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 death, death, death? (laughs) Yeah, some of that. (laughs) But they've all been really cool. It's really cool. Everybody we talked to has been great. Really yeah, it's a, it. it's a it's a it's so, cool, uh, cool putting the pressure yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, know, you got to be great too, man. What? What's? I said you got to be great too. Hold on one second. Wait, there it goes. Okay, like I hadn't turned on my computer in a minute, and like everything wanted to update, so I was basically not there for the first couple of minutes of this episode. But I'm back. <laughs> Everything's done. I closed it all out. <laughs> Welcome back. I am not good at computers, man. That's the whole point of this podcast is I started a podcast because I wasn't good at it. Yeah, I but, like I like your um like nineteen nineties backdrop here. Wait till the Thank end you. when I it turn was, into uh, an anime character. Oh, that's great. <laughs> okay, so I don't think you did it on purpose. <laughs> I didn't, but Andrew, a little bit about you, a little bit about the band. Um, you know, I hate to put you on the spot, but tell us uh, you know, uh a little bit about you. Uh college introduction, we're passing the ball around, whoever catches it has to tell us five things. There you go. Yeah, wow, I'm horrible at this. Um <laughs> Yeah, so uh uh, I, I've, it's hard to say when I started this band because it's 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 not really a band so much as a, I guess a collective. Um, but I started performing these songs um, sometime around 2006, I think. Um, so I was I was really young. I was in middle school, and uh, uh, as I you know, went through life, I've, I've formed uh, a bunch of different iterations of kind of the same band, play the same songs. Um, so I, I'm really more uh, songwriting focused than actually performing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's sort of my whole thing is uh, I, I write songs and uh, a lot of different folks play them with me. Uh, other than oh, that, nice. uh, yeah, I work at a coffee shop, so that's the perfect uh, accompanying career path uh, i was telling diamonds that uh made me a quesadilla the other day it was real good oh thanks yeah yeah yeah, do you play your album at work i sometimes if i'm if i'm trying to really sell it yeah yeah i'll go for it who's this band man (laughs) (laughs) like that high fidelity when he's like i'm gonna put this record on and everybody's gonna buy it I, I have this group of women that knit at our at our shop. The, the knitters, are, yeah, they're knitters, and they um, they come to a lot of our shows. I have this this like group of older women that that really they they become kind of our groupies. And I, <laughs> do they I, sing along? 
Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love that demographic. It wasn't what I really expected when I, uh, you know, set out to do this kind of thing. That is great. Yeah. But awesome. uh, when I came through the other day, we were doing that art show again, and uh, that's actually where I heard you guys. I was uh, basically right, you know, we uh, I was doing an art show that me and my partner do uh, once a month, and our booth was like 10 feet away from yours, so we were force-fed your music uh, for about <laughs> eight hours. Uh, yeah, you were kind of our time. only audience members because of the rain that day <laughs> but by uh by you know when i when you first started playing i was like okay these guys are pretty good like you know usually they have like uh it's like i don't know this time they had like a group of guys that was just like it was just like an acapella quartet and nice. they were singing really old music it's like a barbershop thing right yeah and yeah, then cool. uh but like by the end of it, I was, uh, you know, we were clapping. My partner was cheering you on. I liked it. It was, oh, uh, you guys do a pretty good live show for uh, the venue. Yeah, you know, it wasn't ideal with the storms, and uh, one of our mics kind of kind of blew out right before that. But uh, actually, that was our first show back since this new lineup change and and COVID. Really? So we, that was That's the first nice. time we've played in like three years. So I was kind of nerve wracking. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm kind of glad it got rained out a little bit because I <laughs> just to <laughs> get back used to it again. Yeah. You guys practice so, a lot since you swap people a lot? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no that wasn't my band. <laughs> well, so many of our of the people who are who are on our records are um, long distance. Like one of our singers is, is in the Philippines. So, oh, wow. you know, we can't really practice. Uh, most of our stuff is just, you know, recorded and multi-tracked. And uh, even cool. even before the pandemic, we did a lot of that. So almost like uh, some postal service, just send it off and add. And yeah. Around. Yeah. I love cool. that kind of thing. I, I can't I hate I actually hate performing live a lot um, because I just don't have enough stuff there. You know, I would need mm -hmm. like an orchestra that I'll never actually afford to play the sounds I really want. Never know. Well, we'll never see. know. Like, <laughs> Diamonds was really surprised. Uh, he was trying to figure out where you're from, what time zone and stuff, because we work with a lot of people from California every now and then Germany. And I was like, no, nah, he's like probably down the road, man. <laughs> <laughs> I live next to the Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the meats. Yeah, you might be able to hear the drive through It's right out the window. <laughs> but uh, either way, like... Um, I wanted to ask, uh, we were talking about, I I want to go more into the music, but um, before that, because uh, you mentioned not playing live too often, I did want to know, where's the weirdest place you have played live? Oh, like, God. I used to bring up, uh, there's a bunch of metal musicians uh, that are familiar with this deli that used <laughs> to have like these crazy moshing concerts, but you could also go get like a Reuben or whatever in the background. Yeah. Like what's the weirdest venue you've played? Um, I played at a breastfeeding festival once. <laughs> so that one was really interesting. There were tents everywhere. It was really nice. It only happened one time, but it, it was cool. Uh, I played in China at a, 
a little watercolor festival. That was kind of cool. weird just because I, you know, it's China. I've never been there. And uh, it's really strange playing for a, like a large group of people that can't understand a thing you're saying and I can't understand them. But it was actually really beautiful because of that too. That's how cool. did that happen? Like, how did you line that up? Uh, it was really a, a stroke of luck. Um, I went to college here in Moorhead and the year before we toured in China, a group of students went and uh, played at a little festival for the university. And some, uh, some guy was there, some booking agent and saw them and really liked it and wanted to book some American musicians. And we just happened to be here at the time. So they asked us to go uh, oh. the next year. So we really just were in the right place at the right time. But I, I loved it. We spent about two months there. And that's uh, really, that sounds like a really cool experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. We did that and we did Ireland right after that. So it was like this really sudden uh, international thing. I, I'm from Van Leer, Kentucky. I've never been anywhere. So it was, it was a big jump for me, but it was super cool. Yeah, I think it's Japan has like a huge bluegrass following. So, yeah, they did. Well, China does too. And really? uh, yeah, we played a little bit of that when we were there just to do like a cultural exchange and, uh, and, and they showed us a lot of traditional, we did like half our set in Chinese, which was super cool, very difficult to learn, but uh, really cool stuff. So that's yeah. awesome. I had a buddy that, or you said you did half your set in Chinese. Did you understand anything or did you just memorize the sounds? Uh, mostly just memorizing, but I, I, I tried to look up like, you know, the actual translation to sort of make sense of it. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, make sure you're not saying something offensive. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, they like proofread all of it for us because they, <laughs> they knew we would be really bad at the pronunciation. But it was cool. They loved it. They sang along and it was it was beautiful. There was this moment where this like spotlight went over the crowd. And there was this old woman singing along with me in Chinese. And like, I'll remember that forever. That was it's awesome. Beautiful. Dude, that's really cool. It's really cool. I feel yeah. tingly. <laughs> I like hearing about like these cool little uh, life experiences people have, man. It's awesome. Like that's yeah, one of my it's... favorite things about this podcast is just you never know what you're going to hear, who you're going to come in contact with, and uh, I don't know. It's just weird that you're right down the road when usually I'm talking to all these guys across the uh, world, and they don't really have stories like that about connecting with different cultures and stuff. Yeah, like it's weird takes that you really had weird this places. opportunity. It was, it's awesome. I, I love, and that's my favorite part. That's, that's the part I do like about performing live is when you can travel and meet all these different people that, you know, you wouldn't otherwise meet because it, it, it takes you places you'd never otherwise go. So that that's really cool. People so, sing along to the song you wrote too. It's just it's a great villain. Oh be. yeah. 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 Man. It is. Someone listens to me. <laughs> That's I, great. Our biggest song is a song I wrote about cats, and uh, <laughs> everybody sings along to that. And I, I, I feel more passionately about cats than almost anything else. So I, that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's beautiful, man. <laughs> but uh, how long have you um, guys gone, or you, or whatever, have gone under the name AP Harbor? Not long. Um, I mean, that was our first AP Harbor show that you were at last month. Um, we 
at the at the right at the beginning of the lockdown, which is how I like you know the before times and the after times. That's that's how I dictate time now. Right before that, we we the new normal. Yeah, we uh, we switched over right before that. So I, I played in a band called the Wood Sheep before that, and that's where I did most of my touring. That came up when I searched for AP Harbor. Yeah, yeah. So we we played a lot. We did uh, a ton of touring internationally and all over the U.S. But uh. It was a lot more uh, cover songs mixed in with the original stuff. So we've kind of stopped doing so many covers, um, which I like a good cover song, but it got a little old after a while. Um, uh, too many people yelling, Freebird! Uh, you know, you have to have that at least once at every show. <laughs> Makes it official. We had a song called Free Little Bird. It was like this really old children's song that we used to play anytime someone said play Freebird. It's like this auto harp song. It's really funny because they're not, they don't want that at all. That's not the free bird I wanted. <laughs> people in bars love it though. You surprise drunk people with kids songs and they go crazy. Oh man. So you had some kids songs that you used to do. We have a, like a weird amount of kids songs. Like I don't, I don't know if it's like the whimsy of our, like I, I really love uh, like, that Alice in Wonderland kind of vibe. So I guess that just really translates well into kids' music. But that's not my intention. I actually don't really care for kids. I, I'm kind of an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like other people's kids. That's great. But, uh, you know. I feel that. Do you have any kids? No. <laughs> okay. All right. So you oh, like I, other people. I, I hate my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend that used to be in a band with, and uh, there was a period there where he started writing, like, Bible songs. And, I mean, now he does a lot of old country style music, but it was just funny that whole period where he's he's like, listen to this song about Moses I made. I was like, okay, I'll listen. It's <laughs> like, weird that you guys bring both no. of those up because I, when I was younger, I wanted to start a rock band, but all of the members also happened to be actors in the kids' church. So we started a children's christian rock band like a children's <laughs> version of skillet that's pretty there's cool. a market for it there is <laughs> there's a market for it. we everything. had one song and dang did the kids love it though <laughs> but so what's uh you don't mind me asking what name did you start under just my back? name andrew preston and nice. it, I, it i almost so that's went where the back AP to comes that. from yeah, it's just my initials. I I almost I just went back to that, but I I really I I like having a lot of different singers, and so I needed something that like it wouldn't be because my bandmate Mary sings quite a bit of our stuff, and like tagging it under Andrew Preston felt weird. So I is just she Andrew is he Andrew? Who's exactly. Andrew? Yeah. Well, I, I heard a, a Brandy Carlisle track that the, the the twins in her band sing like all mm -hmm. of it, and I just I, that's kind of cool, but it just is confusing if you're not famous. So yeah, uh, I always thought it was weird when people just go by the one person's name, like, I don't care about the rest of these guys back here. You're all replaceable. Like, it yeah, just that's, seems that's rude. A, that's a strange vibe for it's me. A, I, I like okay. the, sorry. Yeah, no, no I, it's your, I, yeah, uh, go. I, yeah, I like, I like passing the torch around. I think it's more interesting that way. Uh, one of my favorite bands is uh, Queens of the Stone Age, and that's like Josh Holm has had so many different band members. It's 
but he didn't name it after him. It's just all these other people he knows come together to make songs and they tour, they don't tour and he gets new people. It's kind of a neat idea. Like, you know, like I said, the postal service is kind of cool. We just make something, send it. Everybody just adds to it. It's beautiful. I don't know why this popped in my head, but I got to say it or it'll just be gnawing in the back. Uh, You guys know the band Three Days Grace? Heard of it. You know, there's not a single original member in that band anymore. I believe it. Didn't they just release something new with a with a new singer? Or yeah, a, yeah, I heard it. I, I kind of like it. It's kind of kind of that uh, early two thousands pop rock fun. It's just weird. It's weird to me. Like I like the idea of you know it being a name, not just the band. But right. at the same time, it just feels like when you get to that level, like it just feels like I don't know big. Corporate music just animated corpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After a while, you, you kind of, I mean, there's got to be something tying it together. Like I the, think the gold medallions—they're still touring, but most of those guys are dead. <laughs> I see that a lot with family bands. Like the family will, like, you know, die eventually, <laughs> and then, but they keep going. But it's it's really like a completely different band. They, but but like it's, they're not wrong. It's still a family band. Hmm. So, uh, magic, any magic involved? You like some magic? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, uh, we talk about the three pillars here, music, magic, and mental health. Um, magic meaning mainly magic, the gathering, but any stuff. kind of nerdiness that you might have. I just played, um, Stardew Valley right before <laughs> I've, I've been binging that game. It's, uh, and I don't think I liked farming simulators, but oh my God, it's so cute. Is it better than Minecraft? Cause I've heard it's different. I know that much. Yeah. But. I, I never played Minecraft. I'm, I'm, but there's I'm a lot of, there's a lot of crossover between the people that play those. There um, are. Cause like my partner, uh, they'll, uh, their cousin will call them and like, Hey, do you want to play Minecraft or Stardew Valley? And I'm like, why is it always those two? I always hear people go back to Stardew Valley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's soothing. I don't, I don't know. It's nice. I, I, it, this when animal crossing came out and that was a thing, it came out at the perfect time because everybody in the world was stressed. So you could just go out and, and, you know, talk to your little animal friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm a, too late. I'm a big uh, old school Nintendo guy, so that's that's kind of my uh, geeky magic awesome. thing. Which right. uh, which Kept system? On track. Uh, Super Nintendo was probably the best, and GameCube. I grew up with GameCube, so you know. Man, I grew up with the Super Nintendo, awesome. and then went to GameCube as well. Yeah, N64 was kind of the uh, the ugly stepchild. You shush. And, you shut your uh, mouth. I love it, but I, you, you got to admit. Right? <laughs> well, it's like my cousins, they got the N64, and when they got the N64, like I was always a generation behind on stuff. I got the Super Nintendo when they were getting the 64. And, uh, I mean, I didn't complain at all. Like I liked playing uh, over at their place, but I didn't mind my uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past and Super Space. Mario. Mm-hmm. They aged like fine wine. I still play them. The graphics are so pretty. 
You don't have to worry about the ugly polygons because they're just these beautiful little sprites. I went to um, I went I went midnight to pick up the uh, Super Nintendo Classic one year, like the little mini system that comes with twenty two games on it. Yeah, it's real nice. I still have it. Like every now and then, I'll still play Legend of Zelda on there, but. Moving on from the magic and nerdum now. Wait, wait, I got one more. The nope. best game okay, ever, Diamonds, Shadow of the Colossus. Go. Okay, go. Now your turn. You go. Shadow of the Colossus, best game ever. Play oh my game. god, yes, I agree. The that is best game in the world. Beautiful game. Oh it's my gosh. Amazing. I had no idea what to expect going in. It was just, it, it, it took hold of me. It wasn't just the, the, the people you had to fight. It was just like this world. You're like, why is it like that? Why is, did people live here? It didn't matter. I'm going to the next guy. I'm going to shine my sword. I'm going to beat that guy. And it was just beautiful. Had no idea what was going on, but I loved it. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> All right. Yes. Diamonds is allowed to throw one name out and everybody get excited. Let me see if this one sticks. Prince of Persia? Much. Anyone? Yeah, I really like I played that one. I didn't play the classic ones. I played the the one in like 2006 with the with it was it was a Xbox. 3D game. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe Xbox. Man, it was fun. I, I hate it. Assassin's Creed because they <laughs> killed that franchise. Oh yeah, they well, killed. In themselves. fact, Assassin's Creed actually started as a multiplayer Prince of Persia. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. The first Assassin's Creed was really cool because it had the whole. All of a sudden, you start, you're playing, and then all of a sudden it's like sci-fi too. It whoa, like mind bending. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome. My brain's very easy to improve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we both a- have ADHD at the butt, so uh, it's really fun doing podcasts because we never know we never know what we're going to talk about. We can have all the notes we want. That don't matter. You have notes? I occasionally have bullet points, <laughs> believe it or not. I usually don't talk at all, so I'm very excited. <laughs> but so back to the music. Um, what is... In your opinion, and this is going to be a really hard question, maybe even harder than asking who are you, um, what's your favorite song that you've ever written? Uh, like, um, what's your your child? Like, this is my favorite. This is this is AP Harbor. This AP. is me. I don't think I can pick. I don't think I can pick one. I, I it's because it's like uh, like having sure, a child. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't play favorites. I do. I would say <laughs> I only have the, one one child or one yes, song. One yeah. child. <laughs> you know, I think um I like them all for different reasons. You know, I I guess the first song I ever wrote I'm pretty partial to for obvious reasons. So I'm going to cop out and say that. It's yeah. also a, it's also about cats I wrote. It. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, like, one that's your favorite to play live, though? Like, it's just fun? Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of our, uh, uh, the stuff from our uh, record, What a Circle is Worth, it's it's the orange record we have, and uh, it was all recorded live, so it's a really energetic, really fun album to play. It's the only one that was recorded, like, actually together. Um, So anything from that, uh, Same Old Love Songs is one of our, Ooh. One of our songs that we do, uh, I really like that one. That one, it's got this. Orange is on vinyl. No, I really want to though. I just, I, 
I can't make myself do it yet. <laughs> I'm going to type it in here so I can look up what a circle is worth. And remember but, it for later. But, yeah, um, it was our, yeah, that, that, that record's my, my favorite to play live. Is there any, now I know you hadn't played in a while uh, until that show, but did you ever have like a song that you didn't like to play, but you felt like you had to play, whether it be for people that came out to see you or the other band members or any reason? I think every musician has that song. Uh, we wrote a song. I don't do a whole lot of co-writing, um, but I did um, a song with one of my old bandmates. It was called Live Simply, and it was just this uh, this folksy little anthemic summary kind of kind of track and it was super catchy like the chorus was oh hey, oh, hey, oh it was like right when mumford and sons was big so like everyone in the world called us mumford and sons and uh <laughs> which is fine but um but god that song got so old after a while and that was the one that like people with the video got a lot of hits and it it was the only song anyone knew so uh yeah no i never want to play that song again <laughs> Yeah, I guess every band does have that one like uh one song that uh almost makes them one hit wonder in a way. But not necessarily yeah. that, but like makes them feel that way, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't imagine like being the killers and playing Mr. Brightside <laughs> like at every show. That has to be mind numbing. Like, um like I was looking up uh you know what? Never mind, because I can't remember the band name. But uh, I was look, I was looking up that song, uh, "Paralyzer." You know, like I'm not paralyzed, yeah. but I, yeah. And uh, those guys are still going, but they uh, like all I ever see them post about is like the anniversary edition of "Paralyzer." <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's too far. I, I don't, I don't ever want to stick to something. For that long that's just stressful i've got a buddy in a band and he's been playing some songs for so long he'll just make up words as he goes just because he's tired of singing the same stuff over and over and then if i go to the show he looks at me trying to get a reaction out of me I'm like i know what you're saying you're talking dirty but these people think you're singing the songs they're singing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good method to make it a little a little more interesting i'm gonna have to remember that he did that when we were in a church band too okay. <laughs> well that just makes it a little more interesting but we were kids <laughs> yeah you so, know, i think um, on one hand it's like you have those songs that they are, you are like mind numbing to play but also they're really easy to just pull out when like no one's feeling it and you just need to pay something to get people's attention mm -hmm. so you know i kind of appreciate it on both hands you know but yeah. well that's good it's good to be partial I forget sometimes that there's even an art to making a set list. I used know. to really stress over that when I was younger for some reason. And I just, I've given up because that it never, you never follow it anyway. Right. It changes. Yeah. <laughs> These guys but aren't so, feeling it. Play some sublime. Right. <laughs> you guys got any uh, upcoming shows or anything you want to plug? I'm going to try to release this episode very soon. So, 
Um, yeah, I'm <laughs> you said weird places to play. I'm playing at the Frosty Freeze on Saturday. It's just a little uh little place out in Bath County. Um, it's like the inside of a convenience store, basically. So uh, I'm just playing a little solo gig. I'll probably play some covers. And I'll try to release this tomorrow so people can uh, hear that you're playing the Frosty Freeze the day after, which would be, if you're listening to this now, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, come on out to the Frosty Freeze. There, we've got a couple shows. You can check the website. Uh, most of the mm-hmm. others are a little bit bigger with the full band. but um, Yeah, and uh, for the listeners that... Uh, are too lazy to look at the uh, descriptions right now because all your websites in the description right now. Click them, find them. Uh, go ahead and say them out loud as well so I know actually what to write there. Yeah, it's apharbormusic.com. You can find all our shows, all our records, all that stuff there. Come on down, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, make a, I know a couple make a bars. Yeah, come on, man. I got some okay. in Arkansas and some folks from Texas. I, I think we're going to do some traveling again next year. We I wanted to just do local stuff starting back up because I'm lazy and, you know, it's a pain in the ass to find housing and all that. But I, I got to I miss it. I, I prefer playing outside of the region. I think it's a little more interesting. Or in well, speaking of in the region, you know, let's a little secret time here. You know, it's. Don't tell anybody that we're talking about this right now, Andrew, especially you diamonds. I know you have loose lips. I'm plugging my ears. But what we're wanting to do is eventually I've been wanting to try to do a live show somewhere in Moorhead. And but what I wanted to do was have a couple bands come out as well. Ooh. And oh, uh, play some music like you know, kinda kinda like a live show where i'm just kind of like emceeing a little bit you know whatever just uh hosting it with different guests and stuff but definitely think about whether uh you would like to do that in the future because we need to get all types of people in there not just uh the headbangers we need to we need somebody to calm the old people's heart rate once we have the headbangers <laughs> out. I think that sounds great. That sounds that sounds fun. I think there's plenty of places you could do it. Do I, I mean, dance? I've been wanting to do this since I moved up here, man. Uh, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. But I've just, like, I really like the idea. Like, we've got a, Diamonds and I have a mutual friend that uh, he knows this guy named Willie Fred that, uh, did this live show based on being a redneck and drinking steel reserves. And uh, I went out to it. I made a six hour trip to do a live podcast in a bar. And man, I've wanted to recreate that feeling ever since. I've never heard of a live podcast. I like the, I mean, it's it's kind of radio or like a talk show, right? Yeah. It was just, um, it was, it was a, you know, the set cast that was going to be in there was on stage. And then it, they got to a point where they're like, Hey, anybody want to come up here and talk to us? I bailed. And, uh, I'm ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I won the belt. <laughs> yeah. Diamonds and I used to drink off against each other on that show. And, uh, he won a belt that I made to look like a wrestling belt out of steel reserves that I drank and lost against him with. Do you still have the belt? 
He won't give it to me. I have the belt. <laughs> it's it's in this room, but I don't think I can get it out without making a whole bunch of noise that I don't want to edit. And a lot of blood. There's a lot of loose metal. Yeah, it's uh, not very safe. It's really not. Well, that's okay, I guess. <laughs> so uh, on your website, we'll be able to find where you've got uh, upcoming shows and stuff and be able to purchase cds and whatnot do you have yeah if anyone yeah if you if you still have cds yeah um i I have cds dude i i collect them for the booklets but i i don't know that a lot of people do that these days like i don't trust computers at all man like (laughs) i don't trust them okay just delete everything i have Well, yeah, I mean, maybe. You, you, you press know. the vinyl, let me know, because uh, that's that's usually what I do. It's like a good band we got. They have a, a vinyl record. I buy it. I got them on the wall. I, I need to set my computer up in a better place. They're so pretty, and I want to get some, but they're so expensive. And they're I, so you know, expensive. it's hard to tell. Like, I don't tour enough to sell them anymore. Right. But, you know, maybe. We'll see. I'll buy I, one. I one. $500. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's old. <laughs> Yes, I need five hundred dollars. <laughs> we we also we have we put putting out we put out like three records in a year, so that's like I want to pr- like make all of them physical too, mm-hmm. but that's expensive too because there's so many of them. But like I need them to be separate things because I'm so you're compulsive. On, you on Spotify or Amazon Music or? Yeah, it's on all the things. All that stuff. Okay. All the things. All the things. I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> I can't wait. I drive a lot, so I need something to listen to. There you go. It'll calm you down, apparently. Oh yeah. Well. I know. I really uh, like it. I really do like it. I, I don't it. I don't step out of my comfort zone of music very much, but I do really like AP Harbor now. Well, thanks. You know, a lot of our stuff is kind of rooted in like early punk anti-folk music so maybe that's why it's it's got a little bit of that unhinged quality in some of it yeah it's bit. like you know when you uh like put your stuff on random i haven't actually listened to like an album in one setting or anything i just have had like... random music come up um it's uh no hmm I don't know. I almost said it in a way that would have sounded defensive. You can sound offensive. <laughs> but it's not offensive. It's like got this it's serious music, but it's not like super take yourself serious music. Yeah, some of it's stupid as hell. I that's you know, that's kind of the yeah. point of The man loves cats. Leave him yeah. alone. That, that's 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 serious music. That we Oh, talk excuse about. me. No, yeah. I we got some songs about there's one about a uh, uh those little you know those little ghost pipe flowers? You ever seen those? They grow around mountainous. I have a tattoo of one. You probably can't see it. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, they're these super cool little. Uh, they're not they're not mushrooms or fungi, but they they are parasitic and they lack chlorophyll. So they're these eerie little plants. But you know, there's a song about those, and there's no higher meaning. I mean, you, you can interpret it that way if you want. But I, I think everything can be written about there's too many love songs as it is 
There's never enough of those. Oh, well, I've got some love songs too. But, love you know, songs about I mean, flowers or cats. It's all great. All right, boys. <laughs> we're going to write a love song right now. It's gonna. We're going to start our own band right here, right now. And we're going to be number one on the charts within a week. Okay. <laughs> we're going to beat Taylor Swift. I, oh. We're going to meet Taylor Swift. No, Smart that's... Too. She's that, a sweetheart. That's what we do. We write a song about breaking up with Taylor Swift. Oh man, I'm that's surprised that's not hasn't been done yet. That'd be a great song. I love. Gotta it. edit this out now. I just released our biggest secret <laughs> to making money in the world. Oh, a if song. you can get us a, a collab with Taylor Swift, then we're we're set. Or with all the guys she's broken up with. Oh, now that that's a a lot of guys. I don't think that's a lot of gone. guys. Has she dated Pete Davidson yet? It's a matter of time, right? All right, all right. I'm not. I, I don't know celebrities. I'm really uncultured. <laughs> I love Taylor Swift. I'm, I like Taylor Swift. I, a lot. I celebrate her whole entire catalog. Whenever we have a big show, <laughs> Diamonds wears a Taylor Swift shirt. Don't tell him that. This is not a small show. Let me go get it. I, I mean, no, it. not like a big show. I meant like when we guest on other people's shows. Did you have you seen the documentary? Taylor There's a documentary. Taylor Swift documentary. You can't. You didn't know. Oh, this. Hey, you can't wear a Taylor Swift shirt if you haven't seen the documentary. I can too. Shush. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. a great shirt. I no, love I didn't it. mean big show as in like big guest because like he does. He's. I don't even know if you've worn it on our show. I just know you wear it when we guest on shows. I'm trying to be special. Like I gotta look my best. I gotta wear my T Swift shirt. <laughs> you know it. It's a little small. <laughs> I had to find it's like two sizes too small. It's way like, too small. <laughs> but either way, and but I want an AP Harbor on. shirt. Where do I find that? A what? AP Harbor shirt. We just released them today. Your I'm timing find is, one. is great. Yeah, there's a pre-sale up. They, it has a little cat on it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Taylor loves. Yeah, cat. a little cat with a ball of yarn, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw awesome. that earlier. But um, thank you for coming on. Is there? Any last words you'd like to say before we let you go? Not that I can think of. Thanks for having me, though. Thanks for coming on, man. And this has been The Confound Millennial, starring Stephen Sturvin, Michaels, Ryan Diamonds, and featuring Andrew of AP Harbor. Should I tell my children that my stories are all fiction?